Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. My name is Hayley Wright. When people ask me, like, what were the best moments of my life, my actual life, I always list this. And then people say to me, oh, no, we're not talking about football. We're talking about your actual life. And I'm like, yeah, that is in the top five moments. My name's Keith Dover, and I've been supporting the Arsenal since the age of 11. If somebody said to you, what do you want to happen before the game? Uh, Terry Henry scores a winning goal? You'd go, yeah, but that's never going to happen. It's like a Hollywood script, you know. If you'd have written it, uh, no one's going to say, no, I don't believe that's going to happen. A little bit far-fetched. But it did! <laughs> and that's what was so good about it. I'm Amy Lawrence. I've been watching Arsenal since the late 70s. My name's Alan Davis. Uh, I've been an Arsenal fan since I was a little boy, well, since I was about five years old. My name's Tom Watt. I've been uh, watching the Arsenal since the 1960s. It was like a sort of miracle reappearing. Something you thought had gone had been given back to you just for one last go. Those moments that transport you completely out of your life and out of your normal emotional sphere. It just had to be a fantasy-style ending. You know, it was like the one thing that you desperately wanted to happen did happen. I'll tell you what, this goal meant so much because it was the return of someone who not only did you love, but you know loved the club and loved the fans as well. Ian Wright, um, Arsenal fans since, let me see, when David Rowcastle made his debut. If you dreamt of a scenario as somebody going back to Arsenal as the all-conquering gladiator, you want to do what he done. Andrew Mangan, when the, the MLS season was finished, he would train with us. And I always used to think, oh, you know, what if he could just sign for us again? Wouldn't that be amazing, having the King return home? My name's Stuart McFarlane. I'm the chief photographer at Arsenal Football Club. I've been an Arsenal fan all my life. When he left, it was so sad. I never thought he'd ever come back in a playing capacity. And I remember I did his sort of official pictures. It was only the two of us. We were just cracking up, just both agreeing that we never thought this would ever happen again. He told me that friends and family had said to him not not to do it. You don't want to see him come on and then you realise, oh, he's lost it, he's not the player he was. You know, he left on a high. His legacy, you know, what would have happened if he'd have come in and had stinkers every single game. Don't embarrass yourself or do anything where we've got a player that we hardly know from Leeds who can be able to take the ball off of you. And you don't want that. It's like Muhammad Ali against Larry Holmes. You don't want to see the hero being embarrassed. So I was more worried about that. Well, I thought, because he was wearing quite a thick beard, I wondered if he'd slightly let himself go and he might not have the same rapier-like cutting edge that we might be seeing a little bit of a, at best, a cameo. But would he still come up with it? Would he be able to cut the mustard? It was pretty obvious pretty quickly that he still had so much class. Whatever age he was, 34, 35, he's just a physical specimen of a footballer that's amazing. I think there was just this nervous excitement of seeing an old flame and hoping it was going to be as, as uh, passionate as it was the first time around. Now there is some action off the bench. 
I remember it being more exciting than perhaps it, it would have been had we been ahead because the game was nil-nil. The substitution wasn't pantomime or it was, it was necessary, you know, because we had to get something from the game. We didn't need a replay. Of course, Shamak was, was playing like how, you know, Shamak plays. It seems almost hilarious that the player who made way for a player of the stature of Thierry Henry was Marouin Shamak. <laughs> you roll into the situation that you've got the biggest legend in the whole club history on the bench. I felt for Shamak because, let's face it, being selfish, if Shamak scores a hat-trick in that game, you know, that's the only other way he's going to come off without people feeling what you're doing on it, man. Get off. We want you off now. We want him on. So, yeah, you're looking at him 20 minutes left and hoping that, he can, that, uh, that he can do the maybe job. Maybe do something special or come on or just show a little bit of trickery. And then Henri gets up off the bench and you sense that like cascading energy in the crowd. When Thierry got up and started warming up, that was like an event in itself. He got a huge reception, jogging up and down. And he started waving at us. It's like a kind of emotional Chinese whispers. I, I was so excited about listening to the ovation. It's something that I dreamt could have happened for me. So I was living it through him. He'd have probably been pretty nervous coming on, knowing at that moment, have I made the right decision or not? I just felt sick, really. I just felt really sick and scared. And I just hoped that he would be brilliant. Leads good value for a replay? Absolutely. I mean... How much has Lonergan had to do? I mean, he's a couple of decent saves, but it's been about that. Of course, they haven't fit. Well, we had good view of it, is what I really remember. And we sit on about halfway down, quite low down. And we were attacking the goal away to our left. And Henri used to like to come and play on the left. So he could hit the ball with his right foot around the goalkeeper. And we were pressing and we were attacking and we had the ball about halfway inside, leads half in the middle. Ball goes back to Mikel, passes it to Arshavin who then passes it to Song. Song puts his through ball to him. He could see Henri, he could see him, mainly because Henri had caught his eye. Song runs forward, he spots Thierry on the edge of the box and threads the most perfect ball through two lines of Leeds defenders. Song's played it through from quite a distance, through a lot of people, so he's travelling at a real rate of knots. To Thierry on the edge of the box. Probably one of the best passes he ever made, I guess. Song wasn't supposed to be the one for a defence splitting pass, but Henri would make you into a better player as that sort of a person. He would catch your eye, but he'd be in a perfect place and make the run at the right moment. And also, I think Henri realised that the Leeds fullback, whether he was a bit starstruck when Henri came on, or whether he just switched off, or he was tired. Anyway, he just stuck in behind him, really, just snuck around behind him, stayed on side. Thierry does what Thierry does best, sort of drifts off the centre-backs. Off the shoulder of the defender, peeling away. It was the milliseconds when Alex Song passes the ball and you know that it's coming to him in that area. He takes one touch to control it. The touch had to be fantastic. And he, he, he killed it instantly, put it in the right place where he doesn't need no more touches. The defenders can't get nowhere near him. You might think he'd miscontrolled it because it kind of came off him quite sharply. It's very deliberate. Which brought him into the position where he could Thierry Henry the goal into the net, basically. And as soon as Thierry got it, I think everyone knew he was going to score. You could just feel it. I knew it. that he was going to score. And it was just took you back. 
in an instant, in a flash. It was like it happened in slow motion. It was brilliant. Like in a testimonial. You know before he's even begun the back lift exactly where it's going because we've seen that shot. So many times. I've photographed so many goals like that where he just comes in. He and opens up his body. He kind of leans one way, opens up his body. Inside of the right foot from the left-hand side of the goal. Bends his body left and just puts it across the goalkeeper and tucks the ball around the keeper with his right foot. And just saw past him into the far corner. Already, chance, goal! Well, you've got to say it's, it just had to be in the spot the way the game was going for Arsenal fans, and they're delirious. You've seen Thierry do that a hundred times if you've seen him do it once. Trademark Henri finish over to the goalkeeper's left. Absolutely. Classic Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry goal. It's typical Thierry Henry goal. It's like he designed that goal. So for him to score in that way, not another kind of goal, was extra perfect. And we've just seen one of the moments of this and indeed many other seasons. The whole place has just erupted. 30, 45 seconds, which is a long time. The atmosphere was absolutely electric. We're all hugging each other. Absolutely falling all around us. On your feet, straight away, screaming. And to be honest, I was very, very emotional. Quite a few people had, like, tears in their eyes and were just... I think it was a mixture of emotions. Do you know what I did? I didn't stand up and cheer. I started giggling. I started giggling. It was like being a little kid. It was a combination of just leaping around and almost laughing with joy. Sometimes you score a goal and it's it's almost funny. It's so brilliant. I think my reaction was more based on his reaction. If you see a video of a laughing baby, you can't help but laugh along. You know, that way, there's this kind of visceral reaction. What I liked about it was the various emotional states that were within that celebration. Thierry's face is just relieved, shocked. I remember he ran over to the north bank first with his arms outstretched. As it went in the net, he turned and ran out towards the corner flag where I was sitting. And he, his face was just unbelievable. I've never seen the anger and happiness and relief in, in a player's face. You could just see all the love and how much he wanted to do something like that and give the crowd something. And it was quite, it was an empowering thing. I felt very emotional watching him do that. The picture that was taken of him at that moment, that picture's really special to me because of the clock that is behind him. The time is like 20 past nine. That's the important bit for me because that kind of says this was it. This was a special moment, you know, in time. This was this was it. This is when it happened. That that really awesome thing. It starts off with the eyes popping out of his head moment. But the eyes. But he makes his face. His eyes are just gigantic. Like he's gone. Look what I did. And then he closes his eyes and it's like internalising this incredible feeling for him. And then he started to head down to the touchline to Arsene Wenger. And yeah, that's when I lost it. I started crying as soon as he hugged us and when he started thumping the badge. And I had a bit of a French cuddle. And then he's bashing his chest and bashing the, the crest. You've seen him celebrate, you've seen him not celebrate, you've seen him do the old, I'm so brilliant, I don't even need to celebrate. This grin, this smile, it kind of overwhelms him because we all would have dreamed and loved to do what he just did. And he kind of got that too. This bloke who's done all these impossible things, has suddenly done another impossible thing. If we strip away the fact that he's a footballer and is playing for Arsenal as a fan, he did what all of us would have loved to do. The fact that this fan was one of the most remarkable players any of us have ever seen, well, that just added something special to it. He may be cast in bronze, but he's still capable of producing truly golden moments.
You cannot write these moments down. Those moments that transport you completely out of your life and out of your normal emotional sphere. What would you give just to have that moment? Forget about a career at Arsenal. Forget about playing professional football for years for some other club. What would you give just to have that 60 seconds where the ball comes into you, you score the winner, and you're celebrating as a fan with all the other fans? Everything that we know about football and you know that you kind of learn about football from watching it and being a fan and kind of being part of it for so long, for all of that to be unlearned in a moment, do you know what I mean? And just go back to the kind of wonder of it. It was just the most fantastic, the most fantastic moment, like Great the biggest moment. rush of elation that you've ever felt. Like that, that, that's, that's just that's just that's, that's, that's perfect. 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 Couldn't have been better. A proper hero moment. Black superhero man. It shouldn't have mattered as much as it did, and it wouldn't have mattered as much had it been any other player. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.